Greater than okay, I made it another week and I'm back to recap the second episode of Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta appearing on Zeus Network. Greater than. Greater than aren't you proud because I'm really hanging in there and so are you. I was excited to see this week's episode after the explosive episode from last week. Greater than. Greater than once again let me remind all of the Jocelyn Hernandez fans, if you are watching Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta you are in luck because I am recapping each episode this season but if you haven't started watching the second episode yet, click off because this is the recap, and it is full of spoilers. Greater than. Greater than now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of episode 2. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 2, Cabaret Captain. The episode starts with Jocelyn's video Live Your Best Life which apparently is going to be the intro for every week. It's a catchy enough song after you hear it a bunch of times. If you happen to be unsure after this episode it will be a bop. I mean they play it a bunch of times, which is a genius way of Jocelyn to get her music out there during this pandemic, but back to the recap. So we are back at the point of the argument where Lucky politely asks, may I? And then proceeds to whoop blue-faced Barbie's ass. And now that we see it again, all we see blue-faced Barbie do is flail around kicking ferociously to avoid the 10-piece MC Nugget beatdown that Lucky Hustler was giving out, just in case Barbie needed a few extra socks to her interesting-looking face. I thought you said that you was going to walk Lucky like a dog, huh blue-faced Barbie? Ha! Huh. Jocelyn says she didn't know that Lucky had this side to her. I mean none of us did. Gone is the sniffles and weepy eyes, this Lucky is prepared to use her hands and feet to get her respect. We get it. Nobody respects a pushover and Lucky does just enough and then steps back while the whole house descends into chaos. Blue-faced Barbie is screaming that Lucky snuck her. Well that's not the way I see it. You both were face-to-face -face arguing. I mean what did you expect to happen? You even said out of your own mouth what you would do if you were confronted by Lucky. The way I see it, blue-faced Barbie is all mouth. She expected to bump those two big veneers and because last season Lucky was bullied without doing much about except boo-hooing out of frustration, she expected to run over her with her big mouth. And worse came to worst, if it looked like her bluff was being called, security or another one of the girls would step in and she could look tough while being held back. That was a bad strategy. Security ends up dragging them both away to defuse the situation but the energy in the room is still electrified and explosions can spark up at any minute as we shall see in a few minutes. So while being carried off and restrained, blue-faced Barbie's breasts are literally laid bare while she screams about Lucky trying to pay her in, she uses the n-word instead of pimp boyfriend or dude. She just had to call him that word. Whoa. Now I know this is off topic but let me just make a point about white women fetishize black men is one thing, but hurling racial slurs is another. Just because you have some sort of relationship with a black person, no matter how toxic, does not give you the right to use that word without strong opposition. But everyone seems to let it go. The insults continue. Blue-faced Barbie runs up on Lucky again and can you guess what happened? Despite being rushed, Lucky gave her another two-piece, because apparently that 10-piece from earlier wasn't enough. But as she ran up on Lucky, it was Jocelyn who ran away with a scream trying to protect her drink. Hilarious! So security again has to pick blue-faced Barbie up, this time from the floor, she tells Lucky that she is lucky that security is stopping her. Lucky why, because you could have accidentally got a hit in? Not a chance but we watch her scream threats while being protected, oh excuse me, restrained by security. Wink wink. 
Ballistic is pissed because he feels like security is putting Jocelyn in harm's way. That just makes me want him more and more for Jocelyn. Yes she can handle herself but it feels good when a man shows his protective side, but I digress. Lucky stands in the corner calmly with tears streaming down her face while Blueface continues putting her down while being drug away by security. Smart move for whatever reason, I'm the type that will calm down so I do not have to be held. I bruise easily so having a person of the opposite sex man handle me is not an option. So Lucky stands there with security focused on the other fires breaking out. Jocelyn asks Blueface Barbie to calm down and she says no. She is still acting, oh excuse me, expressing she wants to fight. I guess she likes being picked up from the floor. I'm confused. So while Jocelyn is trying to reassure Ballistic that she is okay so that he can calm down, Big Lex had went upstairs and came back with her hair tied up and tennis shoes on. This doesn't sit well with Bostek who calls her out and then they start arguing. Everyone is shocked including the viewing audience when Big Lex and Bostek get in a scuffle. I had to rewind the scene again. What happened? Rewind. Greater than they have words, and next thing you know we see security breaking up a fight we never get to see start. In the commotion we see Sapphire tying up her hair just in case. That's me. When a bunch of tension is in the air the wise thing to do is stay ready. You never know, an enemy might use this opportunity to sneak you or one of your friends. Sapphire was like not on my watch. Greater than. Greater than if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Shout out to Sugar Free. But it seems like everybody in the house has picked sides and are preparing to get it cracking. The house has seemed to splinter into cliques. Blue Face Barbie, Chanel Tso, Bostek and Aqua are one. Sapphire, Big Lex and Lucky Hustla are another. Where does that leave Lexi Blow, Yummy P and Ms. Natural? Greater than. Greater than hopefully they are staying neutral. It's a competition after all, dang it. Jocelyn wonders why despite only being in the house for some odd hours, they already are making friends she is perplexed. We are too Jocelyn, we are too. Greater than. Greater than apparently during the scuffle Big Lex pulled out the front of Bostek's hair unit. What she proceeded to do makes me rethink what I said in the previous recap. She proceeded to mock Bostek by putting the pulled out hair between her legs as if it were public hair and humped in her direction and then told her, come get your frontal and I howled. It was crude, rude and ignorant but I laughed my socks off. Security, apparently winded from holding her, took her to the couch and just let go of Big Lex as if she were a sack of potatoes, and she plopped down on it. I'm a need security to work out more often. That was pitiful, but dude was exhausted. I'm also going to need Bostek to stop bringing up the 10 bands and her money. Lexi Blow says some of the realest stuff ever because if it isn't about her finances or family, she don't entertain it. I like Lexi Blow, she is quiet but when she talks she makes sense. Jocelyn doesn't know why Lucky fought blue-faced Barbie. Lucky says she was tired of being picked on but Jocelyn wants her to be an example for the other women. Lucky wants to show Jocelyn she can control her emotions in the future. Jocelyn feels blue-faced Barbie deserved being beat up until she is black and blue for being a bully. We all know Jocelyn hates bullies. She asks blue-faced Barbie to let it go, but she refuses. She wants to get some get back or end up back on the floor one, whichever is clever. Who would like to bet she is going to end up on the floor? She explains she was snuck to which Jocelyn says, but you did hit her back, and we agree but Blue Face wants to push the issue. 
Jocelyn says it's enough just let it go for the night and blue-faced Barbie gets on her knees and begs Jocelyn to let them fight. The other girls want them to fight. Bostek says Jocelyn should have known when Big Lex came ready to fight that it was going down, and Jocelyn disagrees. Nobody saw that coming especially with all the other fires erupting elsewhere. Bostek is mad her hair was snatched. I agree with Jocelyn. You should have stayed out of it. Jocelyn goes to talk to Bostek in her room. She wants to know why she wants to leave. She says she didn't come to the house for all that that went on downstairs despite hopping in a situation that had nothing to do with her. Jocelyn convinces her to stay. We don't care, so moving on. The next day Sapphire, Big Lex, Lucky and Lexi Blow are hanging out discussing the night before. Lucky said that side was brought out. She is tired of being bullied. Side note, Big Lex makeup looked really pretty. She says to the girl she needs to apologize to Aqua for the insensitive comments. Ah, I'm glad I gave Big Lex a chance. The comment was trash and she gets it. Way to act grown frfr. Let's move on. Jocelyn is in her room getting yet another foot massage but this time by a massage machine. She is talking to Ballistic Beats about the day before. He agrees that the ass-whooping blue face got was deserved. They discuss the other shenanigans of the day. He apparently checked security behind Jocelyn being put in harm's way. She tells him she wants him to judge a competition between the girls. He agrees. Aqua, Chanel Tso and Bostek speak about the night before while taking shots of liquor in the kitchen. In comes Blue Face Barbie. Chanel asked Bostek about her wig because according to her and I quote, a wig without a head and a head without a wig are dangerous end quote. Girl what? They all are gossiping about Big Lex. Bostek is complaining about her wig being snatched but when she shows her real hair from under a baseball cap, it's beautiful. Who needs a wig when your natural hair is beautiful? Is it me or does she look like she could be a younger sister of Fantasia, the R&B singer? Blue Face Barbie says once again she was snuck. Girl shut up. They toast to being in the house and wishing a B.H. would. Would what Blue Face Barbie? Shh. Yummy P and Ms. Natural are talking about the night before and demonstrating that after Lucky asked may I? She proceeded to open up a flurry of punches. They are over the negative energy in the house. They came to be in the cabaret. Right, stay focused. Jocelyn goes to visit Lucky in her room. Lucky is scared she is going home but Jocelyn picks Lucky as the bottom bitch and cabaret captain and tells her to tell the other girls to get ready for the completion by putting on something sexy, all except blue-faced Barbie who Sapphire will tell to get ready. Most of the ladies are happy Lucky is the caption others. Hate. The rehearsal slash competition. A pole is set up and Jocelyn dances under the disco ball for Ballistic who sits mesmerized by her sexy. Her body is flawless. Get it Jocelyn. Now it's the girl's turn. Bostek is not there she is getting her hair done. Jocelyn is upset because she is missing the competition. It's the first rehearsal by the way. She can be replaced because you know how Jocelyn is, if you don't want it, on to the next. Blue Face Barbie has words with Lucky about being the bottom BH and Jocelyn moves on to the business at hand. Thank goodness cause we don't care. Ballistic puts on Jocelyn's Live Your Best Life and by now it should be your jam. First up Yummy P, who surprises us. She worked the hell out of the pole. After she dances Jocelyn reminds them to work the pole as well as the floor. I wish she would have said that before, I bet Yummy would have won. Then Lucky shows why she is the chosen one. Next up, 
Ms. Natural whose training as a dancer makes her routine flawless and full of body contortions. Wow! Jocelyn worries how she is going to pick the girls so far are that good. Now who will be next? Blue face Barbie, you're up. Despite being dressed for the occasion and a contestant on the show she gives a lame excuse and wants to go last. Huh? She wants to fight Lucky again, I mean it has been a while since she has seen her new best friend, the floor. Jocelyn squashes it. Stop stalling blue face Barbie. Next up, Lexi Blow who dances so well Jocelyn wants to have sex with her. Ballistic is impressed with the girls so far as well. Big Lux shows us her skills, and who knew sis body was that banging? Blue face Barbie says Big Lux looked like an amateur but look who is talking. Blue face Barbie, at least she had the courage to dance, with yo whack ass. Now we see Sapphire who killed the room when she did a handstand in Jocelyn's lap and twerked. She was phenomenal on the pole and the floor. Next, Aqua who was impressive, but when her behind was directly in front of Jocelyn's face she was disgusted because Aqua had just had an abortion. Sigh. That was uncalled for, but understandable. See, Jocelyn says the things we don't have the balls to say. It be jacked up, but true, let's move on. Now, it's Chanelso's turn. Jocelyn says she has a belly. Okay she does, but it's not nothing she couldn't work off in the gym. It's not like she is fat she just has a small pouch. She looked okay but the dancing needed work. She stumbles through her routine looking a mess. The girls are in the background snickering at her. She may or may not be wasted, I'm just saying. Wait did we see everybody dance? Nope, last but not least, blue face Barbie. She takes off her heels as if to dance but rushes lucky. Who wants to bet next episode she was picked up off the floor again? So that was the episode. Did anybody catch it? Let's support Jocelyn and her reality, show the Puerto Rican princess some love. Feel free to leave a comment and check me out next week for my recap of episode 3. What are your thoughts? Follow this blog at whentheswomenspeaks.com Facebook at whentheswomenspeaks Instagram at whentheswomenspeaks Twitter at woman underscore speaking Tumblr at whentheswomenspeaks.com Pinterest at When These Women Speaks. References. Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta, Zeus, TheZeusNetwork.com.